Welcome to another episode of Looking for Love in All the Wrong Dust Jackets, a show where three cool ladies from college talk to you about anything in romance, whether that's books, movies, TV shows, whatever the hell we want. My name's Liz. I'm Danny. I'm Wiggles. And welcome to the show. Uh, today we are going to be talking to you about the new movie that just came out on Amazon Prime, uh, Red, White, and Royal Blue, based on the book by Casey McQuinston. But before we get into that, what have you guys been like reading, watching? What are you up to? I went down a bit of a shame spiral and I needed to emotionally hurt myself. Also, I was dog sitting and they had Netflix, which I do not. So Grey's Anatomy. Danny. I'm Danny. sorry. Danny. Which one? I started over at season one. Oh my God. Danny. Danny. I watched all of season one and most of season two. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, man. I I just needed to emotionally hurt myself, apparently. Yeah? Yeah. Do you feel it? Do you feel the consequences of your actions? A little bit, yeah. Especially now that I can't continue because, again, I don't have Netflix. <laughs> okay. Uh, So I've been doing a really good job of not finishing a single fucking book I start. Uh, So I'm in the middle and have started the following books. Uh, Normal People by Sally Rooney and uh, Grim and Merritt by Juliet Cross and uh, Red, White, and Royal Blue, the book by Cassie McQuiston. McQuiston? Yes. I think it's Casey. Casey McQuiston. Yes. (laughs) I know things and do words good. Welcome to my (laughs) podcast. Words do are you. Yes. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I've been doing. Um, what you, which, what you got, Liz? I read The Very Secret Society of Irregular Witches by Sangu Mandana. That's on my list. Is it good? I really loved it. It is a cozy, um, found family, uh, acceptance. Those are like the themes and stuff of this contemporary witch book, but I really, really loved it. The romance that is in it is a grumpy sunshine, but that's like not the main plot here. The main plot is our witch lady kind of finding her way to this group of young witches that she gets to tutor and train, and it's very sweet and cozy and lovely. Hmm. I think I'd like that. It's I liked it a lot. And then I did read Red, White, and Royal Blue, the book. Uh, I finished that today. And thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, it's like a 3.5 for me. Mm. Honestly, mm. don't don't kill me, y'all, because I know a lot of people love it and it, it's fine. Um, do you feel like the book? I mean, we obviously haven't gotten into talking about the movie, but uh, do, do you feel like it's a faithful adaptation? Oh, Lord, isn't that a rough question to ask? Do I think <laughs> that the romance is a face face faithful? Full of faces. Faithful adaptation. I would say probably yes. Um, is the storyline as a whole? I don't know. I don't really like the changes they made from the book, but we'll get into it. Um, anyway, on the note of the book thingy, who wants to tell us, or excuse me, the movie, 
Who wants to tell us the movie? What is the movie? I can talk about the movie. It's usually you. It is usually me. My only problem is I'm really terrible with names, so I can't remember the main characters' names right now. You Alex know what? I can Claremont help you out. Diaz Alex Claremont Diaz, and then the Prince and Henry, Henry Fancy Pants name. Okay. Mm-hmm. So basically, it is a kind of enemies to lovers situation. There is the prince. His name is Henry. Fancy pants name that I can't pronounce or remember. There's too many. Um, and he is, you know, prim and proper, whatever. He's supposed to be in charge of everything. And for whatever reason, him and the son of the American president don't like each other. His name is Alex Diaz. And they end up being all cuddly and bullshitty and talking over text and emails and it's cute and I hate it and love it at the same time. There. They also <laughs> cause international scandals. Oh, like, yes. One right after another. <laughs> the cake gate. They kept calling it cake, cake gate, gate and that cracked me up a lot because uh, they knocked over the cake at Henry's brother's wedding. Yes. Y- yes. Prince Philip, who in the movie at least is quite the douche. He's oh, a he's such a Full douche. on douche canoe. Yeah. Um, and, you know, not to get too far ahead, but, like, it's hard to not see the parallels to the current English princes. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the point. Yeah. yeah. Only Philip got to keep his hair. It hasn't been snatched. <laughs> <laughs> hasn't been snatched by the spirit of Diana going, no, no hair for you if you act like this. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'll snatch you bald Snatched. Okay, so let's talk about the a little bit of trivia, if you will, about this movie. Um, first of all, it's brand new, so go fucking watch it if you want to. Um, it requires supporting Amazon, so if you don't want to do that, I support you. Um, but, you know, don't come after me, Bezos. Um, anywho, uh, some fun facts uh, about that. Um, it is the number one movie on uh, Prime Video worldwide right now. Um, and the third most successful rom-com of all time on the streamer. That's an important clarification because they've released some duds. Yeah. 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 Some duds. Um, and I couldn't, couldn't tell you a single one that has been amazing before now. They have already started talking about, uh, doing a sequel, uh, Red, White, and Royal Baby, or Red, White, and Royal Wedding, um, and apparently, uh, uh, the main actor, um, Taylor Perez, is uh, quoted as saying, can we just get through this movie first? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, they, they went into this um, with apparently the idea of the gay awakening version of Pride and Prejudice, and that was their goal. And uh, I'll leave it up to you as to whether or not they were successful. Um, I'm I'm gonna leave it at that because it's pretty new, and I don't want to I want to don't want to pre-spoil for anybody. Um, but yeah, here's your warning. Go away. We're gonna start talking about it. Goodbye. Okay, we're going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also forgot at the beginning the other warning that I was supposed to say, which is we're crass. We're rough around the edges. We're gonna swear. We we have already. So that will continue. We talk about saucy shit. We talk about saucy shit. Saucy so. shits. There you go. Now you know. 
Yeah. We are saucy shits or we talk about saucy shits because those are two entirely different things. Yes. <laughs> yes. I acknowledge they are different and I acknowledge both of those things as yes. Yes. All right. <laughs> okay. So what do you, let's, let's start with where I, I kind of let us into, um, what do you guys think about this being the number one streaming on Amazon? Oh, I can totally see it because like. Uh, for a couple reasons, right? Like, it looks cute and fun in the trailers and everything. A lot of people who've read the book, I'm sure, were very excited to watch the movie. And also, it's a gay romance on a major streaming platform. Which is really exciting. It's it is super really exciting. exciting. Yeah. So, I, I get how it's gotten there. Yeah. I, I'm surprised at the worldwide a little bit. Not, mm. like, not, like, hugely. Just because it's a romance. Like, that's... Not everyone's cup of tea, and they have shows on there like, um, and I guess I it didn't clarify if it's specifically movie or if it's like property, sure, you know what I mean. Um, but you know, they have the Lord of Rings, Rings of Power, and the Wheel of Time, and um, Carnival Row, second season, Carnival just Row, out. just well, that came out like so quietly, they like I barely. Know publicize that it's like good omens what are you hiding what are you ashamed out. of what good omens second season just good omens out. right so you're out you're potentially outperforming good omens that's shocking because good worldwide omens fantastic worldwide that's the thing here in the u.s i believe it but i was a little surprised by the worldwide but yay it could just be movies though it could just be movies and that i could see for sure i yeah. can't think of a single like Amazon exclusive movie. No, I can't either. No, mm-hmm. me neither. So I think as far as like getting getting into the, the meat of the movie, I think there was two major plot lines. There's mm-hmm. the major one, which is the romance and then the like, but then there, there's like the political one. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, With so, not subtle allusions no, to no. reality. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, what did you guys think of? Let's start with the political one. Sure. Because I want to end on the romance. Because I like to end on happy notes. Sure. Mm -hmm. So what did you guys think of like the political plot line? Well. um, And and, uh, let me clarify. When we talk about political plot line, are we talking about just like the presidency? Or are we going to also talk about like, I think you have to also talk about acceptance of, of gay people in society and in politics, whether that's in america or in england britain i think they i mean i guess if we have the first female president it's a more positive future more than likely you know there's also the fucking christy gnomes and sarah palins of the world so um but so you know where we stand on politics yeah i will not be cutting that out oh no 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 if they I'm haven't sorry. figured that out by now by listening to us. They haven't been listening. I have yeah. no um, respect for fake ranch Barbie. Um, <laughs> so uh, that is our seventh podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's politics. what the title is. I have no respect for fake ranch Barbie. <laughs> uh, a commentary in South Dakota politics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So anyway. Um. So obviously, it's a more positive future than or. or present than what we're currently living in um to to that extent but i think they oversold how casual 
it is to to be part of the LGBTQIA community in in the United States. Like they just made it seem like, oh, it's just in England that it's a problem that this royal is going to be gay and like everything's fine in the U.S. No one will ever come after you in the U.S. for that. And it was just sort of like. Which is, which is interesting because, so a couple things. First off, um, so in the back of the actual book, the author, Casey McQuinston, says that she kind of wrote this book and specifically the politics of it as a reaction to the Trump election. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so there's a reason it feels kind of like a, a better world. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess now you definitely know what our politics are here. Um <laughs> Because we were hiding them. <laughs> I know. We, we were super secret about it. Uh, <laughs> but the book, and I don't want to turn this one into a big, uh, this episode into a big comparison to the book because I think, A, that leaves Danny out who hasn't read it and you out who hasn't finished it. Right. And anybody out. But they do have the concept of how Alex being gay and dating the Prince of England impacts the presidential campaign is a big thing. Mm. oh okay so. yeah that makes sense because yeah it it did seem like oh it's fine in america and like it is 100 percent okay to be lgbtq we fully support just saying that but it is a big problem in the united states it's not easy it's not easy and there are are many issues and there are the a lot of people states. who've got a stick so far up their butt that they've become a puppet yeah. for mm. shitty talking points I do want to say Alex is not gay. He's bi. He is bi. Because there is a distinction. And I just want yes. to point yes. that out. The B in LGBTQIA is not a silent letter. I love when his mom says that. I love like, it when his mom says that. He's like, his, cringe, his but mom. also thank you. Yes, also thank you. <laughs> his mom in those moments. I was like, oh, I kind of love her. Okay, but can we talk, like, I'm not trying to, like, segue away from that. Oh, we can segue all we want. Like, let's but, just tangent away. But can we talk about how weird Uma Thurman was talking through the entire movie? Yeah, her mouth was very horizontal. Yeah. Yes. And she, like, she... kind of was trying to do a southern drawl, but, like, very yeah. unsuccessfully. I think she was trying to sound like she was from Texas, and it was just not very, if you're going to do it, you got to do it well. Yeah. Specifically Texas, because the yeah. Texas accent is unique. Well, and, like, why do it when the supposed other members of your family don't have that fucking accent? Well, I mean, her character would have it a little bit. But, yeah, it is kind of weird that then Alex doesn't have any accent. His, his dad, Oscar, doesn't have any accent. Well, his, his dad originally came from Mexico, but has no accent. So, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was, it, she was just sounded so fucking weird. The whole time I was like, why do you, why are you doing that? I, I did also. I was like, Uma, what? Like, like why? I mean, I like, I like, I like the character. I liked her. She was, mm-hmm. he fully thought she was going to lose her goddamn mind. And she was just like, bet we need pizza mm-hmm. and we can have a discussion. <laughs> my favorite is when she's like, if I would have had more time, I would have made a PowerPoint. Yep. And I felt that in my soul. I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah she does come across as very type a yeah well it did and it cracked me up because like she she walked to the door and like he thinks she's gonna lose her shit and she literally opens it and goes we're gonna need pizza and then it like cuts to them and he's just like they're cuddled up on the couch together like having these conversations and everything i'm like oh 
I will say I found that scene to actually be super awkward because like why are you so physically close yeah it was a little exaggerated maybe but also some people are like that with their parents yeah. I do, it's not me um, but also Midwesterners are don't like touching people they they don't like being near people. They they go out of their way to live as far away from other people as possible. That's true. It's true. So it's, yeah, because like <laughs> the men in my family often just do handshakes, and I'm like, you guys are straight up family. Like you two are brothers. Why are you shaking hands? <laughs> <laughs> and I come from a family of huggers, and I am like the least touchy of all of our friends. I think that maybe that sort of like contributes though don't you yeah I don't know um I thought it was sweet I, I, it felt a little um what's the word I'm looking for um smothering um a little bit like maybe she felt like she was overcompensating but I think that part of it maybe felt intentional to me sure it very well might have been because if she is the president obviously she doesn't like as much as she would want to have all the time the reality of the situation is that she wouldn't have all the time in the world for her kid. She's not going to get to be the everyday mom and everything. So maybe it was she was kind of over overcompensating in that moment because it was a big moment for him mm-hmm. and also kind of an upsetting moment for him where he was really frightened. Right. He really thought she was going to lose her shit. Well, I don't hmm. I think that. He doesn't really think that that's the case until she's like, okay, I need to pick up my phone and... Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think then it's the silence. Your brain starts telling you that all things are bad. Oh, yeah. People hate silence. Intrusive Mm -hmm. thoughts are mean. Yeah. Well, Um, and he was also forced to tell her because Zara found him and Henry in the hotel. Right. Well, and I think that he even has a line, if I remember right, where he's on the phone with henry maybe um and he says something along the lines of like i didn't expect her to like freak out or anything but i wasn't expecting what happened or something like that um so i don't think that it was so much of like her personality and her um views and things like that were things that were scaring him until there was silence and he was Mm -hmm. like all the things i thought were wrong you know and I think well, more his concern was how it's going to affect her reelection, which right, is why they yes. weren't going to be, they didn't want to put it out there in the first place. He's like, let's, you know, they were kind of like, okay, well, we're going to keep this quiet one because Henry is the prince. It's not that there was any like hard or fast rule, I don't think. And honestly, like, so when they had the conference confrontation with, with Henry's grandfather, once they were outed in a horrible horrible way yeah mm-hmm. i i kind of took it to like so yes his grandfather was upset not wanting this to be a thing and everything but i kind of took it towards the end of that conversation of him being more concerned for him than anything else he wasn't being a prick like his brother was yeah they sort of make that ambiguous and they sort of make it more ambiguous by having an out actor playing him oh, i love right. him so much he reads me to sleep often yeah and so it, it it's hard to really figure out where he lands mm-hmm. you know and especially because we only get one scene with him yeah 
I thought that was really strange that the conclusion of them getting outed just quickly goes away. Right. Like the, yeah. The king, which I I do appreciate that they switched it from the queen to the king because in the the book it is the queen. Mm. Um. Yeah. He just like the, the whole thing was just quickly like, well, all right, if you're gonna do it. Right, right. It's just mm-hmm. sort of like accepted. And is it is it like that in the book too, where it's just like quickly no. accepted? No. See, and that's, I think, tra- if I can make this transition for us, um, <laughs> that to me is the one, the big gripe I have with the movie is everything felt rushed, both in yes. how the story was told and the finished product. Yeah. We, we have an extended timeline, but you could be easily forgiven for making the mistake that of thinking that this all happened in like a couple weeks because they're just like plot 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 and you're like uh okay and none of those scenes are really fleshed out yeah it's like for a good chunk of the movie it was like one big montage Mm -hmm. yeah the book does move really quickly but they also obviously cut a lot out and it just felt like watching the movie the entire time i was I was thinking this should have been a mini series. This needs 10 hours. That's what I thought it was going to be. Like I genuinely like turned it on and was like, Ooh, I got a binge watch coming up. <laughs> and then it was like a movie. I was like, wait, it, wait, yeah, they're already together. Shit. Okay. They already hit their conflict. What? Okay. Oh shit. It's done. Okay. I agree. I, you know, and I honestly went into it knowing about it. You guys were like, watch this movie. And I was like, cool, sure. Let's do this. Um, I said, what movie am I watching? <laughs> Bet. Um, and I, I really enjoyed it. But there were moments where I'm like, well, I feel like this should have been like spaced yeah. out more. I would have I would have watched the fuck out of a miniseries of this. Mm-hmm. Because I really liked I liked their relationship, the you know, the way they were together the little argumentative snippets and shit. Mm-hmm. I wanted to punch Henry when he just like copped out and ran away. And it's like, nah, dude, that's not how it works. Can you imagine if this was instead of this like movie, it was this like romantic version of the West wing. Like I would watch the fuck out of that. Yeah. Yeah. I would watch the fuck out of that show. Um, Like give me the political drama and the intrigue going on, but also give me the romance. I will watch the shit out of that. I think this is me doing a massive amount of speculation. Okay. But I think that they cut a lot of the political stuff out of the movie because a lot of people's feedback on the book was that that was the part they didn't like. And for me, I'm like, no, I wanted more political stuff. Like, I want all the juicy political bits. Yeah. And maybe they just didn't want to make the movie seem like it had a political stand in any one way other than just hey, you know, gay people are okay. I could see that. I can see them trying not to, to make it too politically charged. I could see that, except that they have multiple points where they're like, whether it's the mom who's the president or the dad who's the fucking, um, he's a senator, I believe. Yeah. You know, the dad has a line of like, I was leading the front on gender neutral bathrooms. Like, why are you freaking out, kid? And then like, the the mom is like, do you not understand the consequences if I don't get reelected and like goes on this whole spiel of like who will be impacted by her Mm -hmm. fucking up and not becoming president again? Um, Which I would love to talk about more later, but also 
the the prince is even making like comments that mm-hmm. are very very one-sided like the like whole the story the is one-sided and, yeah yeah it's yeah. there is no like oh yes we should consider the conservative side they're so reasonable right um and they're just misguided or anything like no it's very much like hey by the way these guys fucking suck <laughs> it was very much yeah and and we're we're not awesome but we're trying all right can we talk about them as a couple of absolutely course. i like them a lot <laughs> I think they were really cute. I they were really cute. There were so many little like moments that I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted a little bit more of like a little bit more tension though mm-hmm. in the beginning when they were the like rivals mm-hmm. s- stage. Mm-hmm. I wanted more tension. Yeah. More fighting. Not physically. Well, once, words. once again, I know we don't want to like compare it to the book or whatever, but one of the things that I have read and can comment on is early on he talks about actually like having a crush on henry like since he was Mm -hmm. a kid and instead they're like he's discovering this for the first time about himself which i think is interesting from a dramatic standpoint if you are going to unwrap that present that you've given us of drama right? right but instead they were just like here it is and i was like okay yeah well, he's not discovering that he's bisexual for the first time. He had the relationship with the but reporter. He, in the conversation that he has with Nora, he's kind of like, yeah, but I didn't, like, it sounded like in his head, he had just kind of considered that experimenting, right? Which, to be fair, happens. Right. Like, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I am bisexual, and that happened, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're just kind of like, going around, kissing people, I'm and then later you're like, out. maybe I am like that mm-hmm. maybe it does always swing both ways and just saying i am not bisexual and i've done that yeah yeah well we we had our wild phase yeah mm-hmm. where it was like people. anybody anybody want to smooch anybody <laughs> open for the smooches <laughs> sometimes you just want to smooch also i can be straight as i want boobies are nice Look, everybody loves boobies. I don't get why. Like, I mean, I, I get why. But, like, I don't get why our brains are hard, hardwired to be, like, boobies. Yeah. <laughs> like, it does not make sense. <laughs> but that's just my opinion. I won't go... I won't start on booby talk again. <laughs> I just... There were so many, like, super cute moments for them. I will say, when he first grabs him and, like the hair pulling mm-hmm. kiss, yes i was like mm-hmm. that is a good kiss and the way he describes it too i'm like that i need someone to kiss me like that yes. <laughs> yeah that. Yes. it was it was honestly like he kissed him i'm like oh that's a good kiss and then when he described it later i'm like oh it was a really good kiss yeah yeah Ooh. yeah 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 i will say i do think the actors did a really good job of like having chemistry between the two of them mm-hmm. especially in that first kiss because you saw the like Alex reacting of like what is happening and then him like also oh, getting into it mm-hmm. I was like this is this is good yeah the leap at the leap at him kiss so I was like whoo hot damn mm-hmm. I got the vapors mm-hmm. <laughs> right oof my goodness I I also loved that they were that they didn't just like rush into okay now we're doing this like everything was frantic but it and like had that kind of energy of like oh my god oh my god we got to touch each other this is exciting right um but it wasn't like 
okay, now we're, we're going to just stop paying attention to each other's needs, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I didn't realize at first that they weren't like hooking up, hooking up mm. until they got to the actual sex scene. And I was like, oh, they haven't actually mm-hmm. boogied down. I was I was confused the first um, scene where Henry goes up to Alex's room and there's like a cutaway during a during a blowjob and then it comes back and Henry is still fully dressed. I was like, what happened here? Right. What did we miss? Uh, yeah. Did we not do things? That And that was one of the worst things I think about this movie was the editing was so choppy. It was just like slice new new low new situation new location and that one they just like did a fade to black and then immediately came back and I was like okay you're not gonna go to another location and show what somebody else is doing right we don't want to know what any other plot is happening in the meantime or anything um you didn't set us up to care about Nora and her guy was it Percy yeah yeah it's yeah Pez Pez yeah like the candy oh. That's it's cute. literally line from the book. Pez, like the candy. Mm. But yeah, his full name's Percy. Or or something similar. Percival. Something. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Because, um, <laughs> let's be honest, I get the name wrong like 50% of the time. True. Yeah. Or you just come up with a new name. I do. I do. So, Pez it is. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's like you could have easily cut away and been like, look at what those two are doing. Right. Yeah, or even like cut away to like the Secret Service because clearly the Secret Service knew. Right, you could cut away to his like his um, lead Secret Service agent just being rolling her eyes and being like, "Oh my god," right? Or or being like listening at the door, whatever you would have thought was funny, mm-hmm. like. Um, but instead, you were just like, "Yeah, we'll just fade to, we'll just bring the lights up, off and on." I do. Love- we didn't see her very much, but there was that one like interaction between the two of them where he was like, he said something about his, his dog's name is David. And she goes, what's, what's, she goes, people naming their dogs, people names is weird. And she goes, my dog is named Jonathan. Yeah. I still maintain that's weird. That's my baby. He is really, you want to see pictures? (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. just, it's really cute of them. Like, I honestly think that's probably a little bit how some of the Secret Service is with certain people because you spend all of your fucking time with them. Right. Like, they get to know the the certain people. I mean, not exactly like that, probably. But, like, you get to know them, at least, if you're not a complete and utter fucking asshole. Right. I also really liked the the, the texting slash emailing. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like how they edited that. It probably could have been cleaned up a little bit, but just having like both actors in the same room as mm-hmm. if they were talking to each other, but yes. then seeing the text bubbles to show that they're not, I thought that was I thought that was well done. Um, and also just their texts are cute and funny. Yes, I didn't realize at first that they were emailing. Like that took me just a hot second. Yes, mm. but I caught up quickly. But it... that's probably the part that could have been cleaned yeah, up. Yeah, like and the, there was. There were a lot of little moments like that where you had to like use context clues to mm-hmm. figure out what was going on. Mm-hmm. And it's like in a visual media, that's only appropriate if you're like doing a horror film or a thriller or something like or there, people are supposed to be looking for Easter eggs in fucking right. Marvel films. Like that's not really the appropriate place for us to be going. Wait, what are they doing right now? <laughs> Especially in a movie that moves as quickly as this one. Yes. Because you're already on to the next 
thing and I'm still trying to figure out the last thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I will say one of my favorite things about the whole like them being in each other's space Mm -hmm. thing is that that way that it feels like that especially the one where he's like watching a movie with um with nora and henry's in the room like ranting and raving about a book he loves which i'm like relatable (laughs) 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 but i I, it does feel like that sometimes when you're like really into somebody and you're like texting back and forth and you're like i have my own like little secret pocket person that (laughs) no one else is paying attention to um I will say so when they got discovered by is it his his mom's like campaign manager is that who she is the Zara Zara yeah that she's, or she's just like her she looks also like she could be serving in the role of like um oh shoot where's my West Wing knowledge when I need it god damn it um like Secretary of State or something or, or something like that. She, uh, I, or a publicist, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I know she's been with her since the beginning, so she is not new to the right. Just the presidency part. Yeah. So she's not a cabinet member, but I don't remember her actual title. It's something important. Yes. But when she discovers them in the hotel room together, there's a moment where they're. She's like, "Who all knows?" And he's like, "Well, press secretary, press secretary." That, it came that to me. It sense. did. Yes. Yes. Sorry. She's like, who all knows? And he's like, oh, well, I mean, nobody. You're the only one. And he's like, well, I mean, the Secret Service and and Nora and, you know, this person. And then he goes, oh, and my sister. I told my sister. And he goes, oh, you did. I'm Yeah, she's really happy for us. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I can't wait to see her. And she just loses her shit on them for a second. I love Zara. She is so over the top. Like... I, and I just love her because she's constantly, because she has been, and they don't talk about this in the movie, I guess, but like she's been with Ellen for years. Um, so she's been around Alex for years and she still is just like, this kid is killing me slowly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love her moment of, you might not be good at keeping secrets, kid, but I am. Right, because, and then that's another example of, like, you needed to flesh that out. I wanted more of that. I wanted to be like, okay, skinny butt guy, who is apparently valet, or is that the right name? Sean, he's the esquire. 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 I don't know. It's a word I'd never heard before. Um, For Henry, like, apparently those two have been getting down, and I'm like, tell me more. Right? You're like, oh. (laughs) How did she keep this a secret for this long? Um. And it's like, that's a perfect example of where you could flesh this out to be this yeah. beautiful thing of romance and political drama. And I would watch the fuck out of that shit. I'm sorry. Aaron Sorkin, get on it. Um. <laughs> it was a really funny moment when he's like, guess who Zara's dating? <laughs> like, she's going, she will murder you, sir. And I think she could get away with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think you could have actually added a lot more comedy, too, if mm-hmm. it was longer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I did like the comedy that was there, but I wanted more of it. Right. It was all very cutesy, and I appreciated that. You know what I mean? The comedy that was there was cutesy yeah. and just adorable. So I do want to just mention briefly how fucking hot the sex scene actually was, though. Oh, my God. It was all so good. 
Yeah, I'm talking about the 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 main the sex big one. scene. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's do this. Yeah, I I was like, damn, mm-hmm. that is hot. Well, it helps when you have like two insanely attractive people. Like, fuck. Oh yeah. yeah. Why 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 are they so hot? And where do I drink that juice? I kept um, staring it out. Yeah. He's so pretty. His eyelashes though weirded me out. <laughs> I loved them. I know a lot of people love long eyelashes, but I was just like, there's too much. Now it's too much. Nah. Nah. Nah, he was cute. I could stare into his eyes forever. Henry, uh, the actor who plays Henry has very nice lips. Like, you you would look at those and be like, yeah, I bet that kiss is good. (laughs) I bet bet it's nice and soft. And then it's not. You know what I'm saying? And then he's gripping your hair and you're like, wow. I mean, it was the hair grip for me. He had me (laughs) at that point. I'm like, oh, yeah, hello. Hi. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Be my friend, please. Mm-hmm. I do think um, some of the dialogue was just really clunky. It was. Some yeah. of the dialogue was clunky. <laughs> like when when after they sort of hooked up the first time, I think it is, and um, uh, I think Alex uh, like comes out and says like, "Just for the record, I'm bi," and Henry's mm-hmm. like, "Just for the record, I'm gay as a maple," and I was like. Does anyone say that anymore? <laughs> well, I think that was the joke, right? Because then Alex goes, what's a maypole? Which I thought was a little weird. I was like, who the fuck doesn't know what a maypole is? Right. Both of those were, both of those comments were equally clunky for me. Like, yeah. this is a story being told in the modern age. You can use language that people would actually fucking use. Right. Yeah. I, some of the language is super clunky and then some of it, like, it was always the, like, cutesy moments for me that like seemed to flow really well but then it was the more serious ones that seemed to be gift kind of mm-hmm. yeah like the the makeup scene yeah like, when they were like forgiving each other i was like mm-hmm. this feels clunky right yeah. like uh, the, that statue scene i think had the full potential to be really good but it just felt yeah like the voiceover with him not talking and then walking through was super fucking that bad. weirded me out super hard when it was like <laughs> he was talking but he's not i'm like but why though? But why he wouldn't he just be talking about it as they enter? Yeah, like it doesn't make any fucking sense. So yeah, because like you would just like bring someone to a place silently, and then after you're through the doors, then start describing it. Like what the fuck? Also, by the way, if somebody walked me into like a statue-filled room silently. <laughs> I'm sorry. You fuck you, dude. I'm out. Well, I... he's rich. You never know. The rich ones never get like <laughs> dealt with. My <coughs> Prince Andrew. Um. <laughs> okay. But you know, I just uh, yeah no like I also I've and maybe it's that I've watched too much Doctor Who, and there are statues that you stop looking at them, they come towards you. Tis true. Tis true. You can't even blink. That's how quickly. And no. So for him to be like, I'm walking you into this room full of statues and not talking. I'm like, mm-mm. mm-mm. I honestly just wish they would have kept that scene out. Um, yeah, I could have done without it, honestly. Because then they could have spent more time sitting in the like, let's make up part mm-hmm. and not move to this like, let's kind of have this cutesy show and tell that is nice. I liked the scene, but I just think it took away from spending more time talking about like, the breakup and coming back together and like the the implications of 
being together now again mm-hmm. and understanding the need for him to grieve yeah. and because i understand that there was a lot at stake for both of them but there is significant at stake for henry mm-hmm. and yeah and that's terrifying and he needs to respect the fact that it's terrifying is there more at stake for henry though because like henry is still going to be prince no matter he what could, he does he could be this is not the right language because he could be disavowed of his title i mean that is true but and, he's and if the king is that against it, right? Yeah, that he could, because technically, I believe anyway. I believe they royals draw a um, salary from being oh, a do. working royal as well. So, if he was disavowed, then he would also lose his ability to make money. That way, he would lose his home because he lives in one of the castles. Yeah, this might come back to me having read the book and knowing more about Henry, like oh, Henry's enough. opportunities. Uh, but for me, Alex has as much potential to fuck things up because if him coming out and him being with the prince really impacts his mom's campaign, she could not be president again. Mm. Well, which it shouldn't, but you know. No, it shouldn't. Politics. But, yeah. But I. I think that a lot of the flaws, though, like even even some of that, that that the moments that feel really clunky in mm-hmm. in the movie is it feels very much like they tried to shoehorn a re- relationship by between two men into the formula that is used for straight relationships in romance, and it's. I, under, I understand the idea of, like, we all fall in love, we all have obstacles, yada, yada, yada. But that doesn't necessarily mean that forcing the story into a very heteronormative pattern is going to be effective, right? Um, so there was, like, certainly moments where I was like, it feels like you're hitting these beats, not because they're appropriate for the story that's being told, but because this is what's typically done in romance yeah i mean i don't know if that's necessarily related to this being um between two two men versus between a man and a woman i wonder you know if the story would feel as clunky the other way obviously you wouldn't have some of the the, the plot that you have but it just it just felt like like you said like moments were shoehorned in where they didn't belong Mm -hmm. it's like why is this you literally in the last scene broke up with him and now in this scene you're making up. So it shouldn't be this dramatic because you didn't build up right. enough drama for it. Yes. Right. Like, I'm sorry, but you don't get to have the you had me at hello moment if yeah. he's if you don't have somebody who's first like fucked up huge. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if you want to do the begging for forgiveness, there needs to be something to forgive. Yeah. And. As far as the movie told, Henry just ran away, which don't get me wrong, definitely something to forgive if you just like fucking disappear from Mm -hmm. the planned vacation, especially with Alex's dad. But, you know, there's there's something to be easily understood there. You could talk it out and that's it. Right. It could be as easily, you know, it could be as easily explained as I panicked. Right. Right. Because it's kind of what he does. He panics. He, Alex tells him he loves him. And while he does feel the same, he's afraid. Totally understandable. We all have those moments. Love can be terrifying. Oh, myself. But 
I think one of the moments that just really took me out and felt very shoehorned in was Henry's like very negative reaction to, um, to why did his name just disappear? Alex. Alex. It was just gone, gone. Um, to to Alex being kissed by someone else at New Year's was just so over dramatic. Like it it was like we were watching like a teen drama. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like. That whole party scene felt like we were watching a teen drama. Right? Like, even the, like, slowed down dancing sequence where they all got low and everything. Like, it was just like, okay. Well, especially because they hadn't even really decided, like, what they were doing yet. They had kissed a few times. No, this was No, this was the the first kiss. kiss. Was the right, 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 party. right. Yeah. So there, like, there was no reason for for that kind of reaction. Like, you've not expressed that you have feelings for each other in any way, shape, or form. No. Like, have you been flirting? Yes, but like, the only way that it makes sense is later on. I can't remember which scene it is, but Alex asks Henry, "How long have you felt like this?" And Henry says, "Since the whatever conference, the conference where they met." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you have to tie all of that together right. to get the fact that Henry has had feelings for Alex. Right. For like, that's forever. the kind of thing where you then put in the effort to do a little, like, flashback or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you could even have made it fun by doing, like, a flashback from both of their perspectives. Like, that would yeah. have been fine. But, like, mm-hmm. you can't just be like, afterwards, we're going to clean up our mess with a single line. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, uh... <laughs> and I could maybe even, if you if we were even trying to, like, a little sulk, I think would have been fine. But the, like, real big, I'm a, being a poopy pants situation mm-hmm. at the party is is too much well especially because like he was sulking um kind of or just feeling really awkward and then um alex got him to go dance and he, it seemed like he was kind of like getting into it and then immediately shut down yeah. yeah which again would make sense if you knew that henry had felt this way for however long and if you're a dramatic teenager yeah that's yeah. right but like they're supposed to be they're supposed to be approaching 30, aren't they? Uh, not in the book, but in the movie, I don't know. They, they look mid to late 20s. They do. Yeah. They do. Um, I thought in the book, like, he was in college. He is. Yeah, in the book, he's in college. So maybe it's more justified if you think about them as, like, early 20-year-olds. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, but then that kind of honestly kills the whole plot line for me. Yeah, it does for me, too. It does a little bit, because, yeah. like... You're going to entrust your fucking campaign to a 22-year-old? Yeah. Hmm. Absolutely. And you're going to make these major life, like, announcements, scandals, all that at 21. And and don't get, like, the scandals happening at 21 make sense. And exploring your sexuality and, and, and stuff at that age completely makes sense. Having a fun, flirtatious, like because uh, that's part of the fun a little bit I, yeah. I think mm-hmm. of their relationship is the the secretiveness of it oh yeah uh, you until can tell it doesn't there's but... a part of them that enjoys the sneaking around yeah oh yeah um but uh, that's the big like I don't know what is it the line that the, the president says like make sure he's forever or make sure you feel forever about him which yeah. makes sense if you're mid to late 20s if you're like i don't know 21 and in college i'm like uh, yeah you don't feel no. forever about anybody at that point yeah i'm not no. encouraging anybody at that point to be like um so make sure this is the one 
I'm I'm saying like, I mean, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it just yeah. yeah. It's at that young. Like I'm sorry. I I don't want to commit to anyone at that age. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, I I will have to put the, the caveat out there that I got married at that age. Yeah, I was gonna and, be like and asterisks. still married. <laughs> but you know, I'm the exception that proves the rule, right? Well, and yeah. I mean, we have we have friends that got married very yeah. well. Um, but it's still that is the exception, not the rule, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Well, I I think that statistically, um, your marriage is more likely to last if you are older when you get married. Like, it, yeah, it makes sense. You know, so there's. It, there is that factor of like you've taken the time to, to figure out who you are before you got into a relationship that was supposed to last a lifetime. Well, for fuck's sakes, your brain is still forming until you're like, what, 24, 25, 25? Like that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's there's something to be said, too, for, you know, exploring everything. Oh, right. Not everything. Mm-hmm. Dear if God, you want everything to. Would, I mean, you do you, boo, but everything's a lot. But exploring <laughs> different things before settling down into a relationship mm-hmm. yeah and i'm not saying that they they can't have loved each other enough for it to oh, be for forever sure. oh, of course not but like when you're talking about it from the standpoint of like you you've been living apart this entire time and you sneak away to see each other on conferences and holidays and things mm-hmm. like that that's what your relationship is based on. And to then be like, but is it forever? What? <laughs> like, who knows? Who? How would you possibly fucking know? You've never tried even like living in the same country as each other. Say, there's literally an ocean between you almost all of the time. Like yeah. that's. You've never tried exhausting. being public about your relationship, mm-hmm. right? Like how, how can you possibly measure whether or not you are capable of forever in that situation? Yeah. So I like it better to think that they're almost uh, 30. Yeah. Even I, if that's not the story, that's the story in my brain. Yeah, that's how I want it to be. I will say, can we talk about how they were outed, which is horrible. Oh, yeah. yeah that's pretty fucking awful. Yeah. So I don't remember in the movie if they for sure say it was Miguel that did it. Or they if they heavily just imply it. Yeah. It's it's very strongly implied. Um because like there, she he's being questioned on um, a news broadcast about how the emails were leaked on um, at like midnight, and he released his article at like two a.m. And so for him to have read all of the emails, written the article, edited it, and released it in two hours would be a remarkable feat if he wasn't the one who released them in the first place. Well, and that's also assuming that he magically got a notification at midnight and was awake to read it and go, oh shit, I got to power through these. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Instead of seeing it the next day or something. So, But yeah, releasing their private emails between Alex and Henry just out on Reddit is a pretty fucking shitty way. It's horrible. Well, and it felt like revenge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It 100% was No, it wasn't just him being like a shitty journalist taking advantage of an opportunity. It very much felt like revenge for him being like, yeah, I'm not going to sleep with you again. I just, oh my God. I, it, I, it gave me the icks all the way through. Like, it, that's their private conversations. Yeah. So, in like, I think 
I don't we we don't get to see all, obviously all of their emails, but like uh, the king very heavily implies that like and, and think some other lines too like they were graphic emails. Yeah, they were, they were, they were sexy emails. Times. Well, and that Which, is who one does thing I... sex sexy stuff over email? I mean, when that's you what your cell phone is country. for. <laughs> well, yeah, but I will say there's a large time difference. Yeah. So sometimes emailing might have been more convenient and less disruptive. You mean you don't want to get a sexy email when you're in the middle of like an important meeting or something? I mean, probably not. <laughs> um, but I will say I did. He asked his brother because his brother was popping off hard. Henry asked his brother if he'd actually read the emails. And he was like, no, I didn't read that filth or whatever. He said something horrible. I'm like, you, I just want to punch you. Like no, everything about you makes me want to gouge your eyes out. Um, but the king then goes, I did. And he kind of implies that like he understands why they feel the way they feel about each other and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is concerned. I understand concern. I Not about being gay go for it kiddos great love who you love but it's just it was one of those moments i'm like oh so he's not just basing everything off of what he's been told he did actually read them you know what i mean yeah well it's it's a tired trope but it definitely is one that is used so frequently in movies this idea of i'm going to tempt you with the opportunity to be weak Mm-hmm. Right. And so it gives the the character to prove themselves to the other. Right. Of I'm going to give you the out. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm the king. I'm saying no fucking around. No more fucking monkey business. We're done. Like this is done. Right. So that's his out. Right. Henry could just be like, all right, fine. You mm-hmm. win. And instead it gives him the opportunity to say, no, I'm going to be with the person I love no matter what. And yeah. And like, mm-hmm. And so it sort of felt like that to me. <laughs> so yeah. I might be blinded a little bit by my love for Stephen. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> what I'm, did you guys think of the like the very next beat where they find out that the world or at least, you know, several major parts of it are all cheering for them? And I mean, I think that that probably there that would that would be the case. I think yeah. if uh, yeah, it were I to think. happen, there were there would be people who show up um, with very very strong support. There would also be people who show up with horrible hatred. Yes, yeah. I agree. She when because they're tweeting about it, and that's how they find out about it. Is his sister brings it up that there's all these different cities in England that are I don't know what the thing is. I think it's Britain. I think it's. I always feel safe with the UK. We'll okay. go with the UK. <laughs> I should know it. I watch a lot of British television, but um, there's a lot of, of cities in their kingdom, I should say, just say that, that are showing up in major supportive and everything um, for him specifically, because he is kind of the gem of their country. They treat him, I mean, he is royalty, but they love him. He's Prince Charming. He is mm-hmm. Prince Charming. And I think it's kind of them trying to point out that you're still Prince Charming. You haven't changed. This is always the person you have been. Well, and I'm sure that there were pl- uh, probably quite a few people who are under the LGBTQIA plus umbrella mm-hmm. who then felt 
um, a certain level of um, pride. Well, pride, yeah, of course, but also um, just the there's a distinction in seeing somebody in power who can relate to you. Mm-hmm. There becomes a little bit more security mm-hmm. because you can then, you know, as you're coming out or explaining yourself, be like, well, I'm like the prince that our country loves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And so I'm sure that also with the way he was outed, there's a certain level of solidarity of like, yeah, yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, because I also wanted to punch that fucker in the face. There was multiple people I wanted to punch in the face in this movie. <laughs> His weasel brother and that fucking slimy reporter. I the, From the moment I saw him, I'm like, I don't like you. I don't know why yet why I don't like you, but I don't like you. Yeah, they did not make him likable from the beginning. No. Uh, Same I mean, with his brother. They gave his him... brother instantly. I'm like, hmm. I was really hoping that like he would be the he would be an Anthony sort of character, um, you know, from Bridgerton. Yeah, yeah. That where he's like stern, but like there's a good reason. Like Henry is kind of always getting into trouble or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then that was not the case. He's just a douchebag. He's just a, douche. <laughs> He's just a giant douche canoe. Yeah. Well, but I, I love like, his sister. Bee is great. She is really cool. She has an awesome backstory, too. Um, my brain just stopped. I'm so sorry. Also, do they ever mention their mother? They mention his father dying, but they never mention... Oh, no. She's... Yeah, she's off doing philanthropy. Yeah. Yeah, okay, um, that's right. I was like, that's how little impression that made on my mind. Because there's one line about it. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. one line about mm-hmm. it. Also, there was amazing... Oh, yeah, you could just completely ignore most of the plot and just, like, <laughs> pay attention to the the kissing and the touching and the sexy times. Hot damn, that first kiss. I was like, ooh. Yeah, I wasn't quite prepared to be, like, immediately in. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, uh, I mean, like, I figured, you know, I'd, yeah. I'd end up being like, oh, yeah, the couple's cute, whatever. Um, but I was like, first kiss, I was like, I'm sold. I'm in 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Same. I was like, oh, hello, friends. Yes, I like you two together. You kiss well. Well, they sometimes you watch romance movies and you're like, I am not in support of this couple. Yeah. <laughs> From the jump. I don't like it. No. <laughs> and these two, I was like, yes, 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 yes. I also really, really enjoyed the the time they spent together when they were in Texas during that like um, lake weekend or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they were just like out at the bar and singing karaoke and like hanging out at the house, being all cute and shit. And I was like, okay, now I can actually see how you guys could be together more. Mm-hmm. I will say it's, it's a dumb, dumb thought that popped into my brain hole. Um, but when Henry's laying on the like floating dock in the middle of the lake, I'm like, he is English. He would burst into flames. <laughs> <laughs> and I can say this because I am also someone who would burst into flames. Look, if you just continuously and rigorously apply heavy SPF sunblock you can get away with it but you gotta be on top of it I have lived with this skin for nearly 36 years I'm aware do I currently have really weird tan lines on my feet because of my shoes yep sure do tan lines are different than sunburn I all I'm saying is I'm sure that Alex was more than willing to reapply (laughs) every hour (laughs) (laughs) that helps (laughs) There's also a really cute moment when he like crawled up on the dock next to him and like laid next to him and just like kissed. I think he kissed his bicep. Yeah. 
They just like sat down, kissed it. I'm like, oh. That's what I'm saying. These actors have good chemistry because they, they did the little things mm-hmm. that, that are really important if you're going to be portraying people who are in love. It's the little touches, the little kisses, the little like looks. I did like, really when like you the ag- emphasis. Aggressively hit on your husband. That's not little. Podcast. That's excessive. <laughs> uh, I was just gonna say I, I did really like the um, emphasis on hand movements and things like mm-hmm. that that they did. I was like, yes, it's those little gestures that are important. Yeah, I love a good like quiet reach out, just the hand. Mm-hmm. situation i love that i thought i really thought liz was reaching for my hand for a second i'm like don't do that <laughs> oh you want to hold hands she no. picked up her hand at that she picked up her phone at that exact moment that i like i was gesturing and it was just going, really panic panic Liz, panic. don't hold my hand no, i'm looking at my notes i know that now but i was <laughs> looking at my microphone and wiggles at the same time and so you are just slightly in my peripheral yeah what were you looking at your notes for? Oh, um, one note I made, so this is random, is I kept thinking every time I watched, because I've watched the movie twice now, uh, the polo match sex scene, which leads to some downstairs uh, business, that that's got to be real gross down there because Henry was on a horse and he looks sweaty and that, yeah. that crotch region's probably not where I'd want to go. Some people so that don't was give my a shit. <laughs> Oh. I mean, he wanted to show off his writing ability. Yeah, sure I get did. that. And then you clean and then you have sex. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but where would be the spontaneity, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I get Danny was making a writing ability joke about writing in sexy times and I just blew right past it. But. I really you had a point to, exaggerate. to make. Huh? You had a point to make. I did. <laughs> I to exaggerate getting clean. Shut up, Danny, with your double in there. He's got sweaty balls, man. I'm I mean, just going to say uh, it. Yes, he would have sweaty balls. <laughs> so that's what I was looking at my phone at, and that was the note that I just read. Did you write sweaty balls? No, I didn't write sweaty balls. Sweaty balls aside, one thing I want to talk about is, and we briefly touched on this, is the just absolute trust in somebody with basically no political acumen or background to go fucking flip texas and that being how you base your successful campaign for fucking president yeah i was like what the fuck and they sent it like with no guidance either they're just like go rogue kid and you're like i don't think that's how that works well he did put a plan together he had a plan and his mom read it so i'm guessing there was an approval of said plan the part that I didn't quite understand is she said that she's sending him with basically no funds, limit very limited funds. So later on at the end, when they talk about uh, when they're doing the election race, whatever, at the very end, and they're talking about, so why did they're, 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 what exactly did the reporter say? It was something around the lines of like the political strategy was to focus on flipping Texas instead of focusing on like the Rust Belt. Right. And I'm like, you sent your son with next to nothing to flip Texas. You, she was still focused on, she still should have been focusing on the Rust Belt with the most of her campaign. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Like it didn't, the, the math wasn't mathing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Even if you were like, yeah, sure, kid, go, go live your dreams. 
be be the kid who flips Texas, you would still then go after the other like oh, yeah. angle. What the fuck? Especially with like the limited amount of staff and money you're sending, like that's just like a little side project for your kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just you go do that. That's real cute, bud. You know, and then you focus on the the part that you actually wanted to focus on. Yeah. Although, if you really thought it was such a great idea to have him go try to float flip Texas, you would have sent more people with him and right, funds. and then would have pushed for it stronger. Yeah. yeah. Well, and he- here's the thing though that is accurate about that: Democrats are fucking stupid. They are <laughs> they they go out of their way to not get elected. I swear to God. Well, let's not turn this into a political podcast. Um, but. I, I do want to say that I don't know how to say this because I don't want to like give away anything in the book, but I think this plot line, um, which is more unique to the movie, is proof again that they either rushed something or they did not have the right people editing either the script and the plot or something because it just didn't add up. And that is it is not quite the same in the book. Good to know. Wiggles hasn't finished the book. Started. Which is why I'm saying I don't want to ruin the plot of the book, but I'm just, I want to point out <laughs> that you should still read the book because that's not quite how things go. All right. So, with that in mind, final thoughts. Dun dun dun! Why don't we start with your sexiness rating? Oh, the spies? Yes. Oh, man. Ugh. I okay. I'm gonna give it a four. It wasn't like super spicy, but what they did was excellently done. Mm-hmm. I was closer to a three. I guess it's it's hard, right? Because we're judging a movie, mm-hmm. which cannot be compared to books at all, because books are just like very different on how they handle spice. Correct. So maybe a three point five would be acceptable. So I would agree with a 3.5 because I think the streaming services clearly, as Netflix has shown us with Bridgerton and and Sensei and other shows like that, can go the True. extra mile. And this didn't quite go the extra mile, so I feel like that 3.5 is pretty good. Fair enough, fair enough. What about the romance? <sighs> That one's trickier. It is. Because um, I really liked the chemistry that the actors had. I didn't love the romance necessarily as written. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of conflicted because, like, I think that if it wasn't so clunky Uh and wasn't Mm -hmm. so badly edited, I'd probably like it so much better. So I guess I'm going to go with a three on that one. I'm just going to middle ground it to make myself happy. And I was going to go with a three probably as well. I Part of me wants to say 3.5, so I'll say it. I'll say it. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> Danny. I was actually going to go with a 3.5. I do like the story and everything. It is a little clunky at times, but like I love the chemistry that they had. There were so many like just really sweet, little adorable moments that I was like, oh, you know, and that is saying something because i don't normally go for the (laughs) so what's your overall rating my overall rating is 3.5 i think once again it's like i liked it and i wanted to like it more i really like i really liked it yeah and yet it and it's it has nothing to do with 
the core of the story and has everything to do with like this movie felt really rushed Mm -hmm. and and like if i'm being totally honest it kind of felt like a f you to the writers and actors strike like we're gonna push this out anyway yeah and uh and just watch how many people stream it and i I mean they were fucking right but at the same time it's like is it as good as um as the numbers show or are we just so starved for stories like this and just entertainment in general I think it's definitely a big part of it is that we're starved for stories like this. We're starved for, um, you know, stories with diversity in it. We're starved Mm -hmm. with stories about the LGBTQIA plus community Mm -hmm. uh, and also in a way that doesn't feel like dark and gritty. Like there's a lot of stories that are just like dark and sad and traumatic and that's totally fine. A lot of them are great stories and and they show true things and, and and stuff that's happened to people but just having something that's happy and fun and cheery and cute you mm-hmm. don't get a lot of right yeah and so I, i'm like i said i really want to rate it higher and i wanted wanted to be like happier with it but if i'm being honest with myself do i feel like i'm gonna watch this frequently after this probably not it was I... it was good for a one shot yeah I think I'm going to go with a three. I just felt like the problems that we've talked about with like the editing and like, I don't know if it's writing, directing, acting. I don't think it's the acting. I think the acting was pretty, pretty okay. Apart from Well, they were working with shitty fucking lines. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's the the thing. It's like, I'm sorry, but it's hard not to make some of those lines clunky. Yeah. Because they fucking are. I will say, apart from Uma Thurman's accent, I still don't understand the accent. And she tried. She tried. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so I, I just think that they take away too much for me to give it higher than a three. Fair it's enough. Just, it's just in the middle. Hmm. Danny. I teeter between a three and a 3.5 because I agree there were a lot of things that were pretty clunky and everything. But I did really like the, you know, I liked the story and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just there were certain things of it that I'm like, huh? Yeah. So I think I'm probably going to go with the three. Go with it. Yeah. Go with it. I think that if we if we really look at it, uh, what it feels like to me is that it's almost like they had these really good chunks and they mm-hmm. had no idea how to connect them. Yeah. 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 That's agree. exactly. Because it. It, this isn't saying that we didn't like the movie. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I really did. I just it, I, like you said, I don't think that I'm going to like it's not going to be one of my comfort movies. Mm hmm. It's not going to be the one one that I go back to a bunch or anything. It's it was good. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I I got the warm fuzzies occasionally, mm-hmm. but it you know there's some issues. I do hope though that this movie opens the door to more movies like it. Oh, absolutely. Well, and I feel like that's the fucking pressure and yeah. frustration that every group that has been underrepresented represent underrepresented um in media of all kind feels when doing movies like this mm-hmm. it's like okay i'm gonna use an example that pertains to the three of us right um i really really wanted to like the wonder woman movies and i really didn't like and it felt like it was obligatory to watch them and want more of them and to enjoy them right. 
because it was a female lead in a superhero movie and it was about her and isn't that so awesome and it's like everything that happened after the valkyrie fight i could care less I, i just didn't enjoy it but you feel this obligation to go out and support those movies because if you don't then they won't make more yeah. And they won't make the one that's really good. And white male characters, particularly, um, especially white male straight cis characters, don't have to, like, there's a thousand and one of the those in every fucking genre. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so you don't need every single one to be good. You don't even need one in a hundred to be good. You just need occasionally to have one that's a hit. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Well, that was a bummer to end on. That was. So why don't we talk about our recommendations? Yay! <laughs> Actually, have one. This one. Um. So it's not a. Unfortunately, it's not an LGBTQI um story, but the Prince and Me. Oh mm. yeah. Yeah. Because there's a oh, little yeah. bit of the like, enemies to lovers, a tiny bit. Like, it didn't last that long in, in this movie either. But, you know, where they, they disliked each other at the beginning, or she liked him, at le- or disliked him at least at the beginning, and a little bit of building each other up to become better people in ways. So I kind of see where that would make Well, and I think this speaks volumes to the fact that we need more stories like this that are just happy and positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't have any that would fit into that genre. Um, that I can think, like, I can't think of one that I've enjoyed that I would recommend that feels in any way related to that. Mm -hmm. Um, but, so I have two recommendations that sort of split the difference. Um, one is, uh, this is if you want to have a throwback (laughs) to the early 2000s. Um, I believe it was early 2000s. It might have been still in the 90s. Um to my date with the president's daughter which oh, is yeah. who oh. and has a lot of the same humor um and so yeah i recommend that um and then uh, if you were looking for a subversion of how things are usually done with i guess i don't even know what the fuck i'm saying i'm just gonna make my recommendation i'm like trying to find a way to like lead it in and i just think it's a good movie you should that people should watch um it's we're the world mine um and it's a really fun interesting story where this uh all boys school is putting on a production of um midsummer night's dream and his teacher somehow I don't know if she's a witch or something. That part is never made clear. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow gifts this, uh, this boy with the ability to make a recipe for this magical flower that, um, makes people fall in love with each other. So it makes all of the boys in school gay. Um, and it's, it's like got musical numbers, but it also has like really good heart. And like, there's a whole conversation of like, you know, this was fun and all, but you probably need to give them their autonomy back um, <laughs> so that they can make their own choices um, and things like that. And it's just like, it's, I'm not describing it very well. It's a very, in- just, it's a fun movie, but it's got a lot of thought provoking moments. And, and so, yeah. Okay. So 
I struggled with recommendations because like I could pick something that is kind of royal-esque like the princess diaries I think it's the second one where she has like a romance plot yes. line so you could go with that um Fuck yeah princess diaries I look I love the princess diaries so do I you could also um watch I think the bros that movie that came out recently mm. uh I'll be honest with you it's not uh, yeah you could definitely watch it I would say maybe that's a decent recommendation I was kind of middling on that movie, so that was oh, kind that's of a why bummer. I was like, like I've been, it's on my list, and I've been looking forward. You to You might seeing like it. it. You yeah. might like it. I just think I went into it thinking it was going to be more romantic comedy, cutesy, and it has those moments, but it also has like more serious moments. Mm. So I guess maybe if you liked this movie, Red, White, and Royal Blue, but you wanted more seriousness, then Bros would be mm. there for you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Is that our? Is that the end? That's the end. Oh my folks. god, that's so crazy. <laughs> If you liked this episode, uh, please check us out on our socials at Wrong Dust Jackets or Wrong Jackets on X. And you can look at our website, wrongdustjackets.com, to find out what we're going to be releasing next. Please like, comment, rate, review, whatever you got. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us and, what you want to hear. Yeah, tell us what you want to hear. Make suggestions for us. Yeah, we'll we'll probably read it. I know because one of the ones that was suggested is coming up in like a month. Yes. <laughs> Spider romance. <laughs> okay. Thanks y'all for listening. Uh, bye bye now. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.